Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every $20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at Armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. Big stories, big guests, the big picture. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge. Weekdays 1230 to 3, 770 CHQR. So get ready to slow down on residential streets. When? By how much? Well, I guess we'll have to get back to you on that. Uh, story today, City of Calgary administrative staff will move forward with a plan to develop the best recommendation for reducing the speed limit on some residential streets. Councillors voted 8 to 6 on Monday to endorse a motion calling for speeds to be reduced by up to 20 kilometers per hour. Councillor Drew Farrell led the charge earlier this month to see the unposted limits on neighborhood streets reduced to 30 kilometers an hour. When that was uh, met with mixed reaction, she suggested a speed limit of 40 kilometers an hour could be a good compromise. As it still stands today, the default speed limit for Calgary streets, unless otherwise posted, is 50 kilometers an hour. So going forward, city staff will start to work on a report that will include an engagement and an implementation plan, along with a map of what roadways would be affected by the change. That first part of the report to be presented to the Transportation and Transit Committee in the second quarter of 2019 will look at which option is best, 30 kilometers an hour or 40 kilometers an hour. So it's probably going to be some time before this happens, but it sounds as though it is coming. And is it needed? I want to get some perspective from one community association in Calgary that's been dealing with issues of traffic and speed for quite some time, uh, that being the Mount Royal Community Association. Jody Morell is their director of traffic safety and joins us on the line here today. Jody, thanks for joining us. Welcome to the program. Well, thank you, Rob. All right. So, I mean, what, what's your association's position on all of this? Is, is this something that you believe that, that City Council does need to address? We definitely feel that traffic is an issue in this community. Um, there's all, always been a long-held debate or concern because we have so many cars that come through this community just because of the proximity of our community to the downtown and, of course, other surrounding communities. So we have on 8th Street alone over 10,000 vehicles a day that take that, that street. Wow. Um, and, so we, and all the uh, adjacent streets as well. They, they have a very, very heavy load. And it's both volume and speed that we have to, to deal with in this community. So speed is, is one part of that, then? Speed is the part that we think we can change. Um, volume is a difficult thing because you're always dealing with people wanting to get to their own community. So that's one of the things that's much, much more difficult. I think we've accepted it on the large part as a community that we don't want to gate the community. Um, so therefore, we have to tolerate the volume. But speed is something that we can change, uh, and we would like to see a change in this community. So I guess uh, we're, there'll be some more study of this now to look at how this would work, whether 30 makes sense, 40 makes sense, or whether we, we have a situation where we have both 30 and 40 in residential areas. What's the sense of, of what makes sense, at least from, from Mount Royal's perspective? Well, we have, we have streets that 
you really shouldn't be doing more than 30 on it. It's not comfortable. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not safe. We have some wider streets like eights, which varies because it also moves into a playground zone. So I can see where it's difficult for council to make a decision. But one of the things that I've discovered while being a volunteer and working with traffic as an issue is that really there's not a – if cars are traveling at 30 kilometers an hour, there's really – no um, enforcement until you're over 40. 10K is that that safe zone. So as much as 40 seems reasonable, I'm afraid if we say 40, we're back to 50. And that's, again, a very hostile environment. If you're walking on the sidewalk and you're two feet from a car that's doing 50 kilometers an hour, it's a very uncomfortable situation. Is there, is there a problem in, in this community or other communities that, I mean, that you may be aware of? I mean, are we, are we seeing dangerous situations? Have we seen increases uh, in, in terms of accidents or threats to, to pedestrian safety? Well, I know of two fatalities, two boys that were killed in this community. One yeah. is two blocks from my home. Um, but I also know, I mean, the people in the community reach out to me. And we had one vehicle who went through a traffic circle at high speed blew through it and then ended up in the person's garage did major damage to the vehicle in the garage backed out and left the scene we have another one where a car was upside down and in another neighbor's yard went through a a a hedge and was flipped upside down i mean these are these are on streets that are supposed to be residential streets 30 40 kilometers uh we have lots of i have lots of complaints of people who feel that they were threatened they had close calls or their pets have been run over um they've had their cars damaged that happens an awful lot um where vehicles come through and they take out the entire car or sometimes mirrors but there's a lot of there's a lot of angst people when they talk about traffic in this community get very upset because it's very frustrating um and it it doesn't feel safe we have a lot of streets that don't even have sidewalks Mine is one of them. Um, so if you're walking, you can end up suddenly on the street. The cars don't appreciate that. Mm-hmm. They don't necessarily slow down just because you're walking on the street. And I have a son who goes, he's in grade five, and I personally won't let him walk alone or ride his bike alone because as much as I tell him to be attentive when I'm not looking, he'll have headphones on or he may not be paying attention, and I can't trust that drivers will be looking out for him so it really does affect how we um how we relate to our community how much i walk a lot Mm -hmm. but i think a lot of people are discouraged from walking and biking because it doesn't feel safe Right. And, and it's, yeah, I mean, it, it shouldn't be that way either. We, we should be able to accommodate all of this, that, that people need to get in their vehicles to get where they're going, uh, and they should be able to do so. But to have a community that, that's livable, that's walkable, that the kids can, can be outside and, uh, and playing and riding bikes, I mean, that, that's what we want, isn't it? That's exactly what we want. And I, I feel bad that I don't feel that it's safe for my son to do so, but I've seen the, I've seen the results of what happens when someone's hit at that speed? Unfortunately, because I was, I was called to to um, walk the scene where the boy was killed, and so I know exactly um, what that, what the effects of that speed, what it looks like. And I, I won't let my son go out. And I think there's a lot of other parents who don't feel that safe either. 
So um, beyond the this, this speed limit issue, which you say is, is something that's an important part of this and now something city council is going to address. We, we talk about them moving forward, how this is supposed to be part of a broader community safety initiative. I know a lot of Calgary communities have been looking at other traffic calming measures. Where does this need to go from here, do you think? Well, it definitely does need to be designed because um, if you lower the speed limit and you don't put anything else behind it, um, you rely on enforcement, which is hard to do, and you also rely on people obeying the laws. You, you, you have a certain trust there that doesn't always translate to what you're looking for. But one of the struggles I've had with dealing with city and trying to, get imp- trying to implement um, traffic calming, sidewalks, um, design measures that would would get slower speeds is that if the allowed speed is 50 and if the threshold is 60, then before the city will even look at the work, you have to have a percentage of drivers going in excess of 60 to 70 kilometers an hour. So it's very hard to get the work even done. So I think the first step is to change how we view what is acceptable on the roads And once that perception is in place, we should have a plan that helps drivers navigate the roads with the understanding that it should be slower. So design does have to come into it, but it's an expensive and time, it takes time to implement. So unless you start with changing people's perception and understanding of what is acceptable on residential streets, if you don't start there, then we'll never get to that next point, which is redesigning how we create streets so that everyone can feel comfortable. It's considered a self-explaining road where cars know their place, people are comfortable, people are biking, and everyone's cohabitating, and it's a nice environment instead of a hostile one. Yeah. Uh, and, and as we go down this path, I mean, does it feel to you as though that, that the voice of community associations uh, is being considered here, that the city is willing to listen to, to what your community association, what others are saying? The association... I think perhaps, but I do know that also with the last election, it was one of the things that came up door to door. So I think citizens have had a big voice on this. Um, The associations certainly helped facilitate that, but I do think that really it it was the response of individuals and the understanding that people are frustrated and it's not just one community. Our community is, because of its location, definitely one of the ones that has a big issue with it, but I think individuals more so than the association, but the association helps to get that word to city in some situations. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm sure we'll, we'll have plenty of opportunities to talk about this uh, as it moves forward, but Jody, appreciate you joining us here today. Thanks for this. Great. Thank you. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge, starting at 1230 on News Talk 770 Calgary.